0: Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. And coming up next, we have our next segment, which was an interview that Michaela did with David Clark and she really touched on the issues um, that we all have big questions on, including border security, um, lowering the uh, voting age to sixteen, etc., etc. That's coming up right now. Catch you soon.
1: Kia ora David. Kia ora Michaela. How are you? Everything's changed quite a bit since we last spoke
0: there has been a lot going on. We're living in a pretty interesting time in world history.
1: One of the recent things that has just happened is in the High Court they're looking at a case brought forward by the Make It 16 campaign to lower the voting age to 16. So what what are Labour or your personal views on lowering the voting age to 16?
0: Well, I've long had a personal view about this. Um, I'm not sure that we've announced any policy on it as a party, but I can tell you very clearly what my view is. I... I I'm very keen on lowering the voting age. Um, I think it's something that uh, makes a lot of sense. I think it's important for um, ensuring youth engagement, but I also think from a representation point of view, it makes a lot of sense. Um, people who are 16 um, are likely to be affected by the changes the government makes for far longer than people who are 86. And yet we allow people who are 86 to vote and um, particularly with things like climate change and the like, you know, the, the decisions made by governments now are going to affect you for, for decades to come if you're a young person. So I, I think the case is really strong for lowering the voting age.
1: And um, we'll see how strong the case is in the High Court specifically, but um, mm. but certainly interesting. Another thing, interestingly, that happened this week was, uh, I was wondering what your thoughts are on Judith Collins' uh, comments that National would... Uh, scrap freshwater regulations that were that currently exist. I think the phrase used was gone by lunchtime if National was in government.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. it's hard, always hard to know whether her eyebrows are raised or not. I hear their backpedering furiously from that one right now. Um, so, you know, you've got a funny situation there. Of course, it's an absolute nonsense, uh, the National Party position on this. New Zealanders want to be able to swim in their local stream like people could a generation ago, and I don't think that's unreasonable. Uh, And I think the science tells us pretty clearly we've got to do something different to make that true. We can't keep polluting the way we have been, and so it's really sensible to have these rules in place. And there's also, of course, um, significant ecological benefits to having clean water uh, for human health and for the health of our planet.
1: Yeah, and just... Piggybacking off that, another announcement National made today uh, was their small business plan, and part of that is they're looking to reintroduce uh, 90-day trials if they're in government, but also they suggested scrapping lunch and rest breaks, which were made mandatory under this government, I believe. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Look, they're clearly trying to appeal to a fringe uh, group there, my My experience of small business is that small business owners um, care about their workers generally. Um, We know the 90 day trial stuff doesn't work, the Treasury did a study on it and found uh, that it simply doesn't work and of course the effect when you think it through, like at first it sounds like it might be an idea, might free people up to to take some risks and employ an extra person or whatever, Um, but the reality is as soon as you put a 90 day trial in place, jobs become much less secure when you're new at them. So good people, stay in the same job because they don't want to put themselves on the job market they don't want to take that risk and so you end up with a very static stationary locked in job market and that's actually to the disadvantage of employers it's a kind of again a bit of a knee-jerk trying to get um probably trying to get a policy headline or something when you're a bit desperate um and i sad to say that's probably where the national party are right now
1: just going back a few weeks um since we haven't talked in a little while Um, We did want to talk about, you know, the recent border testing issues that have gone on um, and that have been prevalent. There was the News Hub report that around 60% of border staff weren't tested or didn't have proper PPE. Um, I was just wondering what responsibility, if if any, do you take for that in your time as Minister of Health and how have things changed since that has happened?
0: Yeah. Well, actually, about a week before I resigned as Minister of Health, Um, I announced uh, a policy that (coughs) Cabinet had agreed on that was about making sure that uh, border staff uh, were tested over time, so it was was about bringing in a policy to test border staff because, of course, until that point, there was no uh, testing regime. And Obviously, this virus is unprecedented and we've been, as a country, learning as we go to make sure that we um, do everything we can to keep the country secure. We uh, have seen testing being ramped up at the border over time um i think probably um some would hope that it had happened quicker but um it it seems that that's happening that testing is being ramped up at the border and that's the right thing to do in my view
1: yeah just curious have you had a covid test i have actually yeah um, same
0: one weeks ago um Yeah, no, I had to go and see a doctor about something else and they said I had a sore throat and actually that morning I had so I said yes and... um And they put me through the thing they knew full well that was unlikely, um, given the time it was and so on. But um, it seemed also the civic thing to do, to get your tests done and help keep the testing numbers up. I I really support the messaging that's going out that that says, you know, New Zealanders who who come forward, particularly those who may have been at risk and get themselves tested, really are the heroes uh, right now because they're the ones that are helping us track and trace it and, and stamp it out.
1: Looking at some more local student-specific issues, there's been recent media coverage of the university's proposal to place caps on um, Māori and Pacific pathways into the med school. What are your thoughts on this, especially with your background in both health and education? Uh, Do you support affirmative action?
0: I absolutely support affirmative action and I I do want to um, acknowledge the steps the university has taken in that regard over time. Um, When I was um, running the University Hall of Residence back in back in the day. Um, I uh, was involved in, at in the very beginning, where a programme was set up to try and um, make sure that we had more uh, Māori coming through, a programme called Tukahika, which I think is still running. Um, it's been hugely successful. And so, you know, I do want to acknowledge the steps the university's taken there, and um, I hope that they continue to build on that. We need, um, in my view, in health and education and in other areas, we need workforces. Uh, that look like the people they're serving broadly. We need diversity. Um, it makes for stronger workforces. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I'd encourage that to keep going. And I'm, I'm you know, it's sad to see that people are challenging that. But, um, of course, people have their right through the courts if they have a grievance with it to challenge it.
1: Thank you for speaking to me. A
0: pleasure, always.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll see you in person at some point in the future at the radio station again.
0: I hope so. Hopefully very soon. Good to talk sure. Kia and welcome back. You are listening to Radio 91FM and that was David Clark being interviewed by Michaela.
1: Taylor, um, could you please just tell us about maybe some of the things he said? Yeah, I mean, good chat, good yarns, as always. Sadly, not in person because level two, but hopefully level one we can have him back in the studio. Um, I think, yeah, particularly interesting, just the discussion around particularly affirmative action. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in government, but I do want to make sure everyone remembers the stuff that's happening on campus and in student politics um the the plan for the university to propose caps um on maori and pacific pathways in the medical school which is really concerning and of course you can look at the, the interviews about that but yeah i think it's it's good to look at local um government level but also you know what's happening on university we are a student radio so good to keep aware of student politics and keep our our local um mps aware of it but his discussion on Make It 16, of course, very applicable to what we've mm. been discussing today. Um, David, in support, um, I'm pretty sure Labor Party has passed a uh, remit in their manifesto a few years ago to um, look at lowering the voting age to 16. So the party itself has said that they're interested in it.
0: This was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.